Hiya there, how is it going? It's Dom O'Neill here on Mind Your Own Business or the MYOB show, as we otherwise like to be known. On the show right now, we're talking about crowd filming. Mm, we've got a director uh, from the film 50 Kisses. He's telling us about the new thing in film funding and filmmaking. We're asking the question, what is crowd filming? It's the MYOB show, helping you live the dream. Our expert today is Chris Jones. Chris, who are you and what do you do? Uh, well, I'm a filmmaker. Um, I'm, uh, I, I wrote a book called The Guerrilla Filmmaker's Handbook and I run the London Screenwriters Festival. And the context of this conversation is um, about a feature film which is a project that was born out of the London Screenwriters Festival in order to launch the careers of 50 new writers and 50 new filmmakers. Oh, brilliant. And was it one person's idea? Was it a collaboration? Well, it came out of this observation that we'd had that, you know, many talented screenwriters weren't getting traction in their career because their work was going unproduced. And there was, you know, there's a whole myriad of reasons why that's the case. But we thought, well, how could we get their work produced? And then we thought, well, if we ask everyone to submit two-page scripts and then we select the best, and then we give those scripts to filmmakers and say, have a crack at making that, and if you do, we'll platform it in a feature film, then we figured that was a kind of win-win situation for everybody. And that's what we did. That was the genesis of 50 Kisses. We gave it uh, a backbone by saying all the stories had to be set on Valentine's Day or night and must feature at least one kiss. Uh, we got 2,000 scripts submitted. We selected the 50 best release them onto the internet, and any filmmaker on the planet could then download it and make a version, and the plan was to select the 50 best movies, cut them together to make a feature film called 50 Kisses to release on Valentine's uh, Day. So that was the original concept. We learned a huge amount on the journey, and we've modified parts of it as we went, as things changed or became different to our expectations as to what the outcome would be. Um, but the upshot is that we've ended up with a cracking 90-minute movie that really does platform the talent of tomorrow, both filmmaking and writing. Well, that's really interesting. So you're very much using the internet and the digital world to help create these films. Yeah, I mean, this is a truly decentralised movie. Um, you know, I'm down as director of the film, but really, and you know, there isn't a category on the internet movie database for this. I'm the shepherd of the film. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just making sure everybody's going in the right direction uh, and putting it in an order. But really, you know, my involvement is, is that more of a producer than than as a creative director. And yes, it, it is. You know, it's from the crowd, about the crowd, by the crowd. I like to think of it as about the people, by the people, and for the people. You know, it, it, it's a remarkable an eclectic work that reflects, you know, the question of what is love in 2014 on a global global platform. Filmmaking has a lot of problems. What kind of unique headaches does this style of filmmaking have then? Every, every individual film, I've always said, is a miracle, you know, because to do it is such a massively engrossing endeavour to, to mount. And until you've done it, you know, you just have no idea how much work even the most modest film can be. So... Each one of the 130 films submitted had their own production issues that they would have to, to face and, and overcome or, or, or not overcome and modify. Um, so that, that goes without saying. In terms of our end, you know, kind of herding 
it has very much been like herding cats, um, trying to get get the filmmakers to to kind of complete their films and supply it to us in a format that we need. And that's that's not a criticism of them. It's more a reflection of of the world that we live in with incredibly sophisticated tools available to us, but they all work slightly differently. I mean, you know, you could almost say, you know, the beginning of the problem is. Was it shot on heavy post produced on a, on a Mac or a PC? Yeah, <laughs> and, and and then it just gets progressively worse um, from that point on in terms of just getting all the material into a single individual film. So that that was an enormous challenge for us, and especially when we're working with filmmakers across the globe, and we're talking about massive amounts of data as well. You can't email a film; you know, it actually has to come to us on on physical media. So. There was a big undertaking there. And, of course, because we had no budget at all, we were working at weekends and in evenings and on the goodwill of people who believed in, in what we were doing. And um, it took longer than we'd hoped to get the, the film completed. But, you know, as I've always said, the marathon can take longer than you think. It's not, you know, it's just that you complete the marathon. That's what's important. Yeah, and I mean, that's a very important point. How do you get so many people from so different parts of the world to complete the marathon at the same time? How do you kind of pull all that together? Well, it was run, originally it was run as a competition in order to, you know, get people to work to deadlines. And so one of the things we learned is that, that the people submitted their work too early and it wasn't quite ready. So once the deadline finished, we actually closed off submissions, but then went back to everyone and said, OK, we're giving you another four weeks to re-edit your film, to do a new sound mix, to consider different music. And we're going to invite everyone involved in the process to feedback on your film. So filmmakers suddenly had the opportunity of listening to 20, 30, 50 opinions on their film, and they had four weeks to make modifications if they wanted to. I mean, it was very strict. No, nobody was allowed to go and shoot an entirely new film, but they were able to go and do a few pickup shots or, or do a re-edit, and, and, and that really made a big difference. And I, I think that was the moment when everybody started to realise that, yes, this was a competition, but it was also a, a learning initiative, and that, for me, has been the massive hidden benefit that the you know the smart filmmakers and the writers have really engaged with is this isn't really about whether you win or not. This is about how much you engage and what you learn from it and what relationships you get. And, you know, I'm just posting blogs right now of writers who've made very powerful new relationships with directors, and they're now collaborating on feature films, taking them to Hollywood. We know of at least one feature film that is in pre-production directly out of 50 Kisses. So... For us, it's been an enormous success. Oh, wow. So it's, it's not just the success of the film, it's also the further success of everyone involved in the film getting more out of it. Yeah, I mean, that, honestly, that was always our agenda. The, from day one, it's, it began with how can we get writers' work produced? How can we platform the talent of those writers? And how can we platform the talent of the filmmakers? The film, in, in a strange sort of way, is, is a byproduct of that, that mission statement. Um, so obviously we had to make a film, um, and, and with a little bit of sleight of hand and, and kind of smoke and mirrors, we, we've kind of made it look more like an, a, a traditional film than it, it actually is in order to engage everybody. Cause people are, you know, they, they don't always understand what, when something new comes along, what that is. And it is a very different viewing experience for sure, but it's, it is still extremely 
rewarding and, and eclectic and, and entertaining and enjoyable. And you're having a big premiere coming up as well, aren't you? It's going to be a red carpet event with performers and an after party, and we're giving the awards for the films um, at uh, the premiere, so the Screenwriters Awards and the Filmmakers Awards. It's going to be an extraordinary vibe in, um, in the theatre that evening, and everybody's welcome. Would you say having a premiere is still quite important for a film, even though lots of films these days are released digitally? Well, every film has that first screening, which is by definition the premiere. It's whether you want to make a big noise about it and have a red carpet. I've always said to every filmmaker, yes, absolutely have as big a premiere as you possibly can, because the act of making a film is so painful and so long and costly. It really is like having children or getting married. It's 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 a life event. And why not celebrate it? Why not? You know, say, hey, everybody, let's just come and for a moment, let's just stop still and acknowledge the enormity of what we have created and enjoy ourselves one evening. And you know what? Whether it's important or not in the global scheme of things, we'll tell ourselves one evening that it is important. Um, And I think a lot of films miss out on that. Because I think it's a rite of passage for each individual film and filmmaker that they go through that. And, and many films just miss out on it because, you know, they, they just decide not to do it. Um, and I personally think that's a mistake. And that's why I thought that we do have posh frocks, sticky bows and a red carpet, even though it's a bit costly for us. I think we want to acknowledge the achievement of everybody involved. If we're not in London, how else can we see it? Is it going to be released digitally via online streaming or via DVD? Uh, in, in, in kind of keeping with the whole 50 Kisses project, you know, when we started it, we, you know, we made the decision to do it in 15 minutes. And, you know, we said, well, how hard can that be? Um, <laughs> and we, we had no idea just, you know, the challenges we were going to face. But we battled through them and we overcame them. But one of the things that we try to do at every stage is consult with the community with the, with the screenwriters and the filmmakers and anyone else who's been involved and cares to you know share their either experience their uh, ambitions or wishes for the project and see if we can get a consensus and we're just having a, a conversation with the community now as, as to whether we should we should go to film festivals or should we release it online what should we do with it next um in order to get the most out of uh, out of this opportunity. Well, that is very exciting. So not only is there crowdfunding, where you can get the crowd to pay for your film, but there's crowd filming. So if you've got a film, uh, you can actually get people from the crowd to make it for you, or make it with you, as is actually more the case. What I love about this whole crowd filming thing is, you know, there are people at the top who are driving it, but there's so many people involved throughout, not just at the start, not just at the writing, not just at the filming, but in post-production as well. It really is a collaborative effort. It's a very interesting idea. Will it take off? Who knows? But actually, it doesn't really matter whether it takes off financially. What actually the real benefit is that people are getting together. Creative people are pooling ideas And as Chris said, people have benefited in their careers from doing such things. So if you're interested in filmmaking and you know there's other people in your area who are, why not get together and make a crowd film? If you do, we'd genuinely love to hear from you. The email is studio at myobshow. So that's studio at m for Mike, 
yobshow.com. Yes, remember you can listen back to this episode and all of our episodes via the website myobshow.com. That's the website myobshow.com. You've been listening to Mind Your Own Business. I am Dom O'Neill. It's the MYOB Show. Everything you need to know.